0: Hello, friends. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me for another, hopefully not too long, quick session about investing about real estate. Danny or here. Happy Friday. Happy weekend. Uh, thanks for taking the time. I want to talk about today. Um, a sad one. Sad story and one to uh, sad story. Not not too horrific. I'll explain to you in a second. And let's before. We're going to dive into those stories and example, actual example of properties, real stories, real situations, you know, uh, uh, for our our clients. Before we dive into it, I just want to mention two webinars that are coming up. So today, Friday, right? Uh, Friday, I think the uh, what are we? The 27th of January. We have an upcoming webinar on Tuesday, I believe, or Monday or Tuesday, Monday. Uh, Monday, January 30th, I hope I'm not mistaken, this coming Monday, uh, and we're going to uh, talk about how to choose the right landlord management platform by a professional company that will teach us more about this niche for real estate investors, so this is coming in, what, three, four days, so go ahead and register, you got the uh, uh, the link in front of you, smarts.co forward slash landlord, r forward slash landlord. That's coming up. It's free, coming up, you know, in a few days, uh, three, four days. So go ahead and register if you're uh, if you're an owner and this is something you're looking for, searching for, that may help you. So that's number one. Number two, on the 9th of February. So we're talking about 10 days, maybe a little bit more than 10 days, we're gonna talk about uh small little secrets uh, you know, in our industry related to mortgages, uh, that it's called EPP. EPP is you gotta to come to the webinar to know what it is if you don't know already. And that tool, that little technique, uh, you know, I wish I could pattern that. Um, that technique teaches you how to accelerate uh, your mortgage payments. I know some of you already know so the techniques out there. There are, but this is a simple one which I really like to explain and teach and maybe explain, you know, how to use it and how to integrate it into your ownership your uh, of a property if you have a mortgage, right? So that's something that's coming up. Again, free. You can register. The link is on simplydoit.net um, and you'll find it there on the website. I will put links as well uh, below uh, on any platform that we are advertising or we are promoting this video. If you are, listening to this episode through our podcast yes we have a podcast um uh channel with tons of episodes not tons you know like maybe 200 300 i don't know something like that maybe around 150, 200 all content all educational you're most welcome to subscribe to that uh, 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 channel i will leave comments at the end i will show you a, a, a slide about it but if you're listening to this episode in the podcast this is a more of a visual one today so you can still pick on, you know pick on some stuff because I'm going to be talking mostly uh but i would suggest to shift over to the content uh to consume this content on our youtube channel uh you can subscribe to that as well surprisingly i know uh again youtube channel with 5 600 really valuable content openly publicly content. We have, you know, maybe a hundred more videos that are privately shared with our, only with our clients. So we don't open all our uh, content out. So you got to be a client in order to benefit from everything out there. Um, But there's a lot of, there's a lot, you know, well over 450 ish videos of content available from people who are actually doing it, not talking about it, not selling books and tapes, not selling boot camps, not selling people that are investing in real estate, such as myself and my clients. So you are most welcome to sign up to the event. Um, Of course, those uh, upcoming webinars, they're free. If you're on the podcast channel, I would suggest maybe this one will probably benefit you more if you listen through the the, uh, YouTube channel, of course, for the content. All right, enough promotions for one day. Let's talk, let's dive into this story. So I'm gonna share with you, well, let me step back for a second. First of all, thank you to one of my clients, who I spoke to this week and said, Danny, that would be great if you do, you know, a, a story of a recent purchase and how things turned out, right? And I thought, what a great idea. Thank you, my friend. Uh, by the way, thank you, clients uh, that are uh, that are sharing with us. We are lucky. We are very lucky to have many clients of ours that are, they see themselves you know, rightfully so as part of the organization or part of simply do it. And they contribute, they give good feedbacks. They tell us what they care. They tell us what works, what doesn't work for me, it's valuable information. So thank you very much for all our active clients that are taking the time, writing, asking, contributing, you know, uh, one of my clients told me, and this is really always, when I think about it, it's kind of warms my heart. He said, Danny, if I don't share with you, my success depends on your success. So when I tell you something, I know that it helps myself. But if I wouldn't do it, you know, obviously, you know, you are uh, uh, part of my you, part of my personal success. It depended on your uh, on your business. So of course, naturally, I want to share with you what I think. I see as I, I see myself as part of your organization, whether you want it or not. And I do, and I appreciate it. And it's amazing for me that many of my clients, many of my clients became friends over the years, really good friends um and they are not just uh kind of drive by fly by and disappear that's amazing for me uh you know like amazing for me to have which tells me what we're doing is just more valuable or live in or impactful in a you know in a good way on our clients two stories today the good one and the sad one not sad sad one good one the, the deal that did happen sad one the deal that did not happen and by the way little little uh uh little thing the sab story it's probably more mine than someone else's or you know if the person who was involved with this deal sees it i'm sure he'll sub too as well let's talk about the good one right real deal this is a real deal one of our clients purchased this house in the metro of Kansas City right he is someone a couple they live in Irvine California they This was their first real estate transaction ever. Never purchased their own home, never invested. This was the first time they did real estate. Of course, they are north real estate, but never transacted real estate-wise. They purchased this house. This is the actual house, which is a three-bedroom, two-bathroom, almost 1,400 square feet, two-car garage, built in 1999 in B. Schools area, about 30 minutes from downtown Kansas City. Um, vacant at the time of the purchase they of course you know we found it for them we had inspection and all the process of putting offers etc bought it in 19 uh sorry in 2001 January 2001 so that makes it exactly two years to the date right um this is just a typical story I just picked one random one uh, uh but this is just I think just Clearly representing the you know, deals that we do day in, day out, um, um, day in, day out with our clients. The full intention of this house was to buy and hold. For many years, they're still holding it, they're not selling it or anything like that. So don't even submit your offers. This is just sharing with you, you know, two years later. What happened two years later, right? So we went through the process of choosing a property just a little bit to get a, a sense. I would call this a nice house, uh, maybe even a very nice house. This is not anything out of the ordinary for what we typically purchase for our client. So just a nice house, you know, in the suburbs of Kansas City. Um, so we talked about the spec, th- three bedrooms, two bathrooms, et cetera. The asking price, I think, I believe in the time maybe we're going to even even have that was, uh, I think the asking price was 190 Maybe it was actually 200 could be a mistake here so I, I don't remember if it was, I said we'll see in a second um, it was 190 or 200 uh, they offered uh, 190 on it or you know we offered 190 on it uh, and then um, the we knew it needs a little bit of work just a little bit just to freshen it up um, and at the time they got a rate of 3.25 which is amazing of course today back then it was just common. Here are the numbers. So the estimated rent was between 1,400 to 1,550. So that was the anticipated or estimated rent. Uh, here are all the expenses: property taxes, insurance, repairs, property management, leasing fee, uh, AJO if there isn't there isn't one, vacancy, etc. Right. So we got all the projected anticipated estimated expenses of this property, estimated income, estimated expenses. This is not this is not uh, we do it for every property. Every property that we filter, we put this Excel together with details so we can do a financial analysis based on assumptions. We don't do um, uh, we don't do uh, uh, optimistic projections. We don't do pessimistic projections. We're trying to do realistic and be a little bit conservative projection and as accurate as possible right so here is the uh here's the, the numbers for this one when we analyze this deal during the estimated first five years we see that the monthly cash or so the annual cash flow for this house was projected after expenses after vacancy after mortgage payments was to be expected about thirty three. $4,300 a year, right? Realistic and uh, which is uh, about $350 a month. Uh, after everything, this is just the cash flow and we anticipated some, uh, that the house will appreciate in five years in value about almost $60,000, right? So cash flow and, uh, um, and, and so cash flow, nice cash flow and appreciation or increasing value which is appreciation and mortgage principal reduction. That was the analysis that we've done two years ago that we made the decision right so now let's see what happened two years later not five years were based on the analysis just two years right so market value was 200,000 we bought it for uh, I believe 190 uh, market value today 250 right so we are two years later 250 we, there's already a gain of 50 than what we anticipated actually more When you really think about how much we paid for it, I think they paid 195, right? We have to check that uh, to be sure. The the total down payment and closing costs and fees at the time was 53,500, 53,000. So they invested 53,500. The annual rent was expected to be about, based on what I just told you, 17,000, almost 18,000. Uh, it ended up being almost 19000 so, you know, about $1,200 a year more. Not, you know, not amazing, but not bad when you expect 350 to get 450 That's definitely a nice, you know. Oh, sorry. Uh, um, when you expect, you know, $17,700 17, and getting it $1,200 more, that's definitely nice. So the cash flow is better than expected. Um, the rent and the cash flow. Sorry, the rent and the cash flow. Uh, and the equity increase we anticipated. that This house, in two years, will go up in value and principal reduction about fifteen thousand. It actually ended up doing at the same period of time fifty-five thousand, just give or take. I'm using round number, so forty thousand dollar more in, um, you know, in um, in equity. And I should say because it's two year, two years about about. $1, $1,200, no, sorry, $2,400 more in two years, $1,200 per year in cash flow. So this house outperformed the plan. I wouldn't say this is like, wow, amazing, this is really nice. I, there's no doubt about it, but it's not like we expected one thing and it did, um, you know, double, it just did better. And this is common to see coming back to where we analyze properties Um uh, when we analyze properties that they're because we are a little bit conservative, cautious about you know the analysis, the properties are performing better in reality. Great. Obviously, everybody's happy. Um, before we turn into the SAP story, let me tell you about what I had a conversation with my client just two days ago to get ready for this. I asked him, tell me, tell me a little bit about what happened. <clears throat> what went wrong what didn't go wrong he said Danny you know I gotta tell you all in all no big surprises the one thing that uh, the, the two surprises um, that I I did see happen in reality he said first of all I wish and maybe he said maybe I could have pushed harder on my end but I wish between tenants it wouldn't take 45 days, that it will take half of that. I think there's a some time, inefficiency inefficiency between one tenant moves out until the house is ready and you know to to be list and then to to rent it out. I think there's a lot of some inefficiency there. So it's not a big deal, but you know what? I wish that that's a little bit annoying. And then he says, you know, I think that like I would probably not expect so many little things to break over those two years. I think there's more than, you know, it didn't cost necessarily more, but it ended up being like more incidents than anticipated. Again, not a big deal. You told us it would happen. Uh, I think it just happened from what we thought it would be if compared to what really happened. I think it happened more. Other than that, says, so what can I say? Look at what the results in two years, the amount of time I put into it, very little. It's, uh, I mean, from my end, you know, it's like not only that uh, um, uh, we're definitely happy and okay, and even those little things are not that big of a deal, but you asked me, so I'm telling you. Actually, you you know all you know you know very well. We spoke to you a week ago, and we told you we want to buy another one, right? So you know you we're already interested in another one. But this is because you're asking me for details. You know, no drama, no major drama, no big problems. I had two tenants. One stayed for a year and a half, and then about almost 45 days transition between two tenants, and then the next tenant came in. The one nice thing is the rent that we collected at the beginning was at the higher end of what we expected when you told us. So when you told us, um, 1550, I think we got 1575 or something around that number. So either we got at the top or just even a little bit. So that was nice. And the same, the second rent is similar. So that was a nice surprise, but all in all, you know, we're very happy, obviously. So that's kind of story. Number one, I'll call it the good story, the nice story. Um, you know, there's no really wow things that happen. That's just a nice. I call it a typical boring deal that we do. Did they have vacancy? Yes. <clears throat> Did they have some uh, repairs done to the house here and there? Something breaks. Absolutely. I think he mentioned that the dishwasher had to, needed to be replaced, uh, and maybe the the the, the garbage. Uh, um, Disposal as well. I couldn't tell remember exactly. I said other than that, you know, small stuff. So no big deal. Um, but they're happy, right? Um, so that's deal number one. The one that happened. Let's talk about deal number two. The one that did not happen, right? I used Kansas City on purpose. Why? Because the first house was in Kansas City. This is a second house. <coughs> that was purchased. Sorry that went under contract with one of our clients in Kansas City who at the last minute, the day of closing, got cold feet for no good reason. Cold feet, right? does nothing happened. day of closing decides to terminate and pull out, right? So cold feet, that's why I'm saying sub story. let's let's see let's explore that a little bit. So house is Metro Kansas City, Not near the, the other one, but not too far. From Kansas City, maybe even closer to downtown. I think like fifteen or twenty minutes, or a bit closer to downtown. The 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 investor, the owner, at the time I think now they moved. At the time, um, lived in the San Diego, California area. Again, never traveled. Um, I believe it was the first uh, real estate transaction. I maybe they've done. He's done some passive, like uh, not direct ownership. So I can't say for sure but almost certainly it was definitely his first rental property purchase. I don't think he owned his own home as well. Uh, But this guy was actually an experienced entrepreneur. I think he had one or more businesses, but when it came to real estate, I mean, very scared. I don't know why, but everything was uh, uh, scary, which happens. It's not the only, it's not the only time I've seen it. So that's, I've seen it many times. Purchase date. February of 2021, right? We did not buy this house. It's a three bedrooms, three uh, bathrooms, uh, twenty almost 2,200 square feet, bigger, two car garage, building 94 B schools, right? Not B plus, B schools. So really nice house in the metro. Um, purchase price 195, and market value 210. So already some uh, some. Um, um, some uh, uh, built-in equity. Uh, sorry, no holding period. I should have removed that. Status, also, I should have removed that. We don't own this house. I just uh, I should have removed those. Um, and let's see what happened here. So first of all, I want to show you so you know it's a real deal. If you look on the left, you can see that this house was listed for sale end of January 2020, 195. It went under contract, not with us, 195 it fell out of contract very quickly so it tells me there's not even a, a probably an inspection done back listed again on uh sorry it fell inspection probably because about 8 days later it comes back on the market to 195 we go under market on the on february 10th that's the highlighted blue area so february 10th we went for 195 and then you can see it goes back exactly uh, a few days after, when we were supposed to closing it, uh, I think we terminated on the 12th or 13th or 14th of of March. I can't remember exactly. Um, and interestingly enough, goes back on the market for 195. They listed back at 208, right? So they already upped the price, fifteen thousand dollars or thirteen thousand dollars, and it probably went around that number. You know, sold in May, right? So where you see Pending sale 195, that was our transaction. That did not happen. Let's look at what could have been with this house. Very similar, you know, the annual cash flow, according to our analysis, was $4,200 a year in the first five years. Realistically, it should have gained probably um, probably uh, um, $60,000 or more in, uh, in, you know, in the... Uh, um, in value by the way did i look up i did look up okay see i didn't put that online according to zillow again zillow let's take it with a grain of of uh um with with, with some kind of cautious but according to this estimate this house that was under contract for 195 two years ago today's value is about Two seventy-eight, right? Give or take. Let's call it two seventy. So that means a more than a seventy-five thousand uh, dollar increase in value in two years, more than the first one we saw. And this is where I call it a sub-story. Why is this a sub-story? First time, great house, great price, excellent metro, excellent community. You know, I'm sure this one obviously anticipated what we were planning on right? It did not, uh, uh, um, you know, um, based on what we were planning, we did not think it will increase in value by 70,000 in two years. It, we expected it to increase in value by 70 years, maybe over, see, we thought it will increase in value, in value of 60,000 in five years. So it out, uh, outperform what we anticipated. And why is it a sub story? Number one, well, if the investor is looking at this house right now, looking at it, ah, I hope he's, you know, he did, he prevented a loss. He prevented taking a risk by doing buy, just not buying, right? When you don't buy, no problem, no doubt. If you don't buy, no risk is taken. You're not going to be benefiting and you're not going to be losing. So he didn't lose anything. For me, it's a sub story for a couple of reasons. One, what a great deal. I mean, wow! Just a nice, good deal. So I sab one because it's a great deal. I sub for the second time because we spent a lot of time finding these deals and putting them together to pre- present them to our buyers. So we wasted a lot of time over it. So we lost time and you know and, and energy over this deal. So that's sub number two. And sub number three, well. Because I think uh, 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 the last-minute cancellation, the you know the the agent of the seller didn't want to work with us again, and we were not able to come in and present this deal to another buyer, um, so we can buy it for someone else could buy it. So that means the loss of opportunity. So for me, it's no big deal. You know those things happen. I just feel that the sub story here is the termination for no good reasons just for being fearful for mm, don't know, right? Uh, so just to show you, that's why I call it a sub story, right? Nobody lost anything. It started a trauma. It's not traumatic. I just remember this one being like, yeah, bummer, nice house, good location, good prices, good numbers. Now we're two years smarter. It outperformed. We couldn't, you know, we couldn't know it back then, but outperformed, which is also great. So, Very similar profile, very similar house, very similar. Two different personalities, two different people. One, you know, jumped in and pulled the trigger. One jumped back, did not pull the trigger. Okay, all right, guys. Before we wrap it up, remember two webinars coming up Monday. Very close, uh, Monday, Monday, um, January thirtieth, and then. February 9th, two webinars, register free, always content. always teaching so you can benefit, become better investors. So that's the two webinars. Also, I want to mention, I mentioned it earlier, we have our YouTube channels with tons of content, right? Lots of real content from people who are investing, no fluff, no, you know, no upsell, cross-sell, downsell, whatever just content valuable. You can subscribe, get the content. This video is going there as well if you're not watching it on YouTube. So by all means, youtube.com forward slash simply do it one. The number one, the character one, not the word. So simply do it one is our, uh, you know, uh, I think uh, we're even at, at simply do it on YouTube as well. So that's one content channel you can consume. Second content channel, our podcast we call it guided real estate investing by simply do it guided real estate investing by simply do it um we have i think about 150 episodes we keep putting contact there as well if you are not consuming um this through the podcast you you're most welcome why do uh we have them at all so we we want to make on all channels we want to make it very simple and accessible and a lot of the content is suitable for both. Uh, most of the content that is, you know, some of the content is more suitable for YouTube. You can consume it, learn, be, you know, you know, spend the time. You know, we don't, we really try. I have my core values is don't put content out where there's no value to it, right? So keep that in mind. If you want to get in touch with us, by all means, do so. You can look us up on simplydoit.net, Simply do it.net and you can see the type of properties we consider buying. And sometimes we are buying uh, on REIStart.com. start.com I'm Danny Bate or thank you for your time. Thank you for listening. Talk to you soon. See you on the next webinars. Have a great weekend by you, everyone. Bye-bye.